Welcome to the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. I'm Melissa Joy, a certified financial planner and founder of Pearl Planning. And I'm Melissa Friedenberg, financial advisor with Pearl Planning. Pearl Planning is a financial planning and investment management company located in Dexter and Gross Point, Michigan. We work with clients all around the country. The purpose of our podcast is to explore specific financial topics and provide advice you can use in your everyday life. Hello and welcome to another episode of the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom Podcast. This is Melissa Freidenberg, your host today. I am in the Gross Point Pearl Planning Office. And when thinking about topics for this week's podcast, we do not have a guest. You are stuck with me again. I'm trying to think of timely topics that I've been getting questions on. And certainly, a lot of people are talking about inflation. So I thought just a quick little session here on how to cope with the inflationary environment that we're in with rising prices and also what to do if we do enter a recession. So now here at Pearl Planning, we're pretty good about keeping our clients up to speed on what's going on in the economy. We have our quarterly economic update and investment outlook, which many clients listen to. And we also have a newsletter where we share information on the current environment. So most of our clients are not surprised when they open up statements. However, I do notice a couple things that behavioral things that clients tend to do when things get um, volatile in the equity markets and also when things get tight financially that maybe aren't the best things to do. So I thought it would be good to do an episode on the top things you can do if you're feeling inflation's pinch and um, kind of to go along with that or piggyback on that are some of the things that you should not do in this type of inflationary environment to um, have the best financial outcome. So that's our topic for today. Very important one and one that thing important to think about right now. So if you are currently worried about your cash flow and really feeling that pinch of the higher prices that we're experiencing right now, place that you should really start is with that budget. And I know it's everybody's least favorite topic, the B word, but again, it doesn't need to be something very elaborate. It just needs to be a simple look at what's coming in, what's going out, and where can I find some extra if needed. So it may seem, you know, real simplistic. Yes, of course, when when things are getting more expensive, if you've gone to the grocery store recently, you know, or gas prices for summer travel, you'll feel the pinch there. Where are some are some places in your budget that maybe you can allocate money to those areas that are important to you if travel is important and obviously food is a necessity, but you know, there's certain things I'm not willing to compromise, right? So um, we are trying to eat healthy right now and fresh fruits, vegetables, lean meats, those things are all expensive. So I am not going to stop, but the money needs to come from somewhere in the budget. So for me, I have made the decision that I am not going to go to Home Goods or TJ Maxx anytime soon. And now that may, you know, shock people who know me well, 
don't tempt me by texting and seeing if I want to go to home goods on the weekend because I might just crack under pressure. But again, I'm not necessarily sitting there with a dollar for dollar budget on every item we spend on a monthly basis. But it's about making sure that where you are spending money and where prices are increased and you're feeling that, that that is where you want to be spending it. And I have made that decision that I'm not going to cut back on a grocery budget just yet, but I will cut back on my home decor, throw pillows, et cetera. And hopefully my husband's not listening to this voicemail because he'll hold me accountable for that for sure. So the next one kind of goes along with this, which again, when the basic concept of budgeting is what's coming in, what's going out, one of the biggest mistakes I see people make when we're in a period of time like this where they have to kind of tighten that budget and spend a little bit less in certain areas is they go to the credit cards. So piece number two is do not fall into the debt trap. Using the credit card to buy groceries, fill up your tank, and then all of a sudden, a few months from now, you're going to look back and see that you have five, ten, twelve thousand dollars on a credit card and no additional income to offset that. So certainly, that is one of the main things to avoid in this type of environment. Next, this is a hard one in our household, especially for my kids. Um, energy efficiency with the rising cost of energy, whether it's turning off lights, checking windows and doors. I mean, I notice we have, um, it's a Cape Cod style house. So the upstairs is a loft space. And then it's a space that my kids hang out with their friends in um, and also doubles as a guest space when we have people stay with us. But none of our bedrooms are on the second floor. So what happened was I obviously had not been up there. My kids had, they had opened the windows because they were hot. We decided to shut all the windows on the first floor and turn on the air conditioning. And I was backing out of the driveway one day and I'm like, oh my gosh, how long have those windows been open up there? We had been cooling off the universe for a few days. So, I mean, that kind of stuff happens. But again, when you're starting to feel that pinch of inflation, especially when it comes to that electric bill or filling up the car with gas, there are definitely things that you can do to kind of help any little way possible. Along those lines, sometimes I'm driving around and I realize that I have my car air conditioner on, which sucks gas, right? So if it's nice out, open up the windows a crack or even turning the temperature up a little bit can make a huge difference and make that tank of gas go a little bit further. Now, along the lines of gas, when it comes to saving at the pump, just again, little habits that can make a big difference. So I use the Kroger Rewards system um, when I do like a click list that adds up pretty quickly. I go to the Kroger gas station. Now, sometimes I'm lazy and I'm like, I'm just going to go to the closest one here or the one that's, you know, obviously if you're running low on gas, you just go to the closest one. But again, with gas prices, if you have um, either a Costco membership or if you use the Kroger Rewards or something where you can save money, there are also apps you can use such as Gas Buddy or the AAA app to find the cheapest gas nearby. Now, obviously, some cases, it doesn't make sense to drive further to get cheaper gas, but it's definitely something worth looking into. Now, this kind of goes along the lines of that terrible B word budgeting, but 
one of the biggest ways that I have found when I'm just trying to kind of tidy up my budget and tighten that, you know, incoming outgoing is to look at streaming services. And, you know, especially now, you know, what happens is I'll be looking for a show that I want to watch online. And what was that ridiculous show Jackie and I wanted to watch? The Gypsy Weddings? I don't know. This is like totally off topic here. But for whatever reason, we got addicted to this show of these American gypsies, big weddings, and it's totally mindless stuff, but it's a mother-daughter bonding time and we enjoy it. So I just realized that you have to belong to a specific streaming service within Amazon or pay per episode. And of course, I signed up for like a free trial and forgot about it. And now it's $4.99 a month, which isn't huge. But if you add it with Netflix and all the other streaming services, you can probably cancel some of those and save uh, you know, upwards of $20 a month, which again, adds up. So just something to think about, not just the streaming uh, television uh, services, but also the apps on your phone if you have done a free trial on any of those, those can certainly add up. And lastly, this again seems like common sense and all in line with that idea of budgeting, but save the luxuries for later. You know, I I can't say how long it's going to take to get the inflation under control. There are indications that we may have peaked on inflation. But again, if you're looking at um, you know travel, many people are looking to indulge in vacations after two years of a pandemic. And I get it, YOLO, right? But maybe now is not the best time with airline prices as high as they are, gas prices as high as they are. Maybe start planning a vacation um, and not actually purchasing the tickets for it, but just really honing in on what that would look like a year or so out. If it's just really not going to be doable without straining your budget or going to, again, debt to pay for it, it's probably not worth it. And that kind of brings me to the second part, which is... What are some things not to do? And this is what I see in my daily work with clients since I'm mostly handling the investing portion, although we do touch on the personal finance and cash flow portion in financial planning. When we talk about investing, I have noticed one of the first places people think about cutting back is with their monthly investing. So especially if it's outside of a 401k, That may be the first thing to kind of cut back. So rather than budgeting, saying, well, you know, cash flow was good and I was putting an extra thousand or two away into my investments. But now that the market is down and I've lost that money and I also feel the pinch in my cash flow, I'm going to stop it for now and start up again in a little bit. And I'm just going to share with you why that's not the best idea, uh, if at all possible, you want to keep those things going, especially in a period where we're having some downward volatility. So as of Friday, June 3rd, the S&P 500 index was down 13.2% year to date. So why that's important is, again, opening statements, cash flow is tight with the current inflationary environment, and you see that you have lost money year to date. People, it's human nature to get discouraged and say, well, you know what? I'm going to stop that automatic investment. But it's really important to remember that when things are on sale, meaning all the um, companies within that indice, the S&P 500, are, you're currently buying in and you're getting more shares 
for your monthly investment. So $1,000 or $2,000 going into an account, a bucket of stocks, if you will, you are getting more shares of each individual stock in that bucket than you were back in January of this year or December of last year. So your money's going further and no one knows whether the market's going to go up or down. We can speculate, but we don't have a crystal ball. But when it does recover, which over time, the market does move up historically. So when we have that happen again, you are going to now own more shares, which gives you more upside potential when that recovery occurs. So um, to take advantage of the volatility and to continue to buy in. And of course, uh, the best thing is when you're doing those monthly investment, automatic, you don't even spend it, it goes right in there. So do not stop the auto invest. Definitely important. Same concept with like a retirement plan, whether it's an IRA or your plan at work. Of course, with plans at work, there's often a match component. So if you stop that contribution or lower your monthly contribution to your retirement plan, you may be leaving money on the table, not just upside market potential, but a match potential by your company. You're not going to get that if you stop contributing on a monthly basis. On top of the idea that you don't want to stop contributing when you're actually getting more shares when the market is down. So, of course, if things are really tight and you'd otherwise need to go to credit, there's no place to cut back in your budget. Those are last resort options there. So, again, I just wanted to share with you a few tips on things you can do if you're feeling the pinch of rising prices, gas prices, food prices, all of the above in this strange inflationary time we're experiencing but also most importantly, things that you should try to avoid doing if at all possible when it comes to your long-term financial plan. So if you found this episode helpful, as always, we really appreciate when you share with others and we are so grateful for our podcast audience here at the 52 Pearls Weekly Money Wisdom. Thanks so much and I hope you're having a great day. You can access our first two seasons of this podcast on our website at www.pearlplan.com or on Spotify. If you're interested in learning more about Pearl Planning, feel free to sign up for our newsletter also found on our website.